Hi everyone and welcome to the Hardcore Podcast where we get in hardcore with dancers from all around the world and have a really open and honest chat about ballet training and the highs and lows of being a ballet dancer, trying to become a professional ballet dancer or a dancer in general. I'm your host Romy Dare and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hi everyone, um, so it's future Romy here. Um, I just want to say before, you know, I let you listen to the episode. Um, this episode was filmed, I mean recorded last week. So you're hearing it on Monday, like the 17th I think it will be. And I recorded it like, so a week ago from that date, this date essentially. Um, since then... I'm sure, you know, a lot of dancers have seen the recent news about Ballet West. You know, I'm not going to hide the name because that's what it's about. And we do talk about the school, you know, quite a bit in this episode. I do want to clarify, you know, and Kate is happy to say this herself, that the reason of her leaving the school has nothing to do with or isn't related to any of the allegations, isn't related to anything similar to what the allegations have been made against Ballet West and teachers at that school. So I just want to clarify that, that, you know, she didn't experience any of those things and that has nothing to do with the reason she left. Um, and another thing I do want to talk about, and I have put this out on my Instagram, is that, you know, if you were listening and you have I guess experienced anything that's similar to that article um, and similar to anything that was like any of the allegations that were made against a teacher at Ballet West um, and you're comfortable speaking about anything like that is you know it's a very broad spectrum of you know what people can deal with in classes trauma and I'm very open to that because I believe everyone you know everyone has a right to feel some way about a situation because obviously like every like you know what I mean um and I do want to investigate not investigate but I do want this like I always say to be a really open and honest conversation on my podcast and that's essentially why I created it more I was looking more into the mental health side when I created the podcast because I know that wasn't spoken about but also neither is this neither is harassment neither is manipulation neither is being a controlling teacher bullying in the classroom like I could go on and on and on and I I know that other dancers are experiencing this at other vocational schools and I know it's everywhere, it's in company life and I do want to say after speaking to one of my friends today and we are going to talk about it more is that it is excused and a lot of dancers feel like they have to ignore it because, you know, of wanting to be part of the industry which I feel like I did do because I wanted to work in ballet so bad and I still do and, you know, part of me has always just thought that I guess that it kind of not had to happen, but it happens in the industry. So I must get used to it in school then sort of thing. Um, I don't know if anyone else, else can relate to that. Maybe that's just me. Um, but it'd be great, you know, if you if you feel comfortable and you're listening to this and you feel comfortable to reach out and talk about it, you know, like I really want to get as much people involved in it as you can. If you know someone who's graduated before you or is, 
you know, has experienced something, I'm also happy to do it anonymously. Um, I didn't specify that on my Instagram, but, you know, I just, what makes me upset about this whole situation is the fact that it has kind of just come down to and has only been, ex- like only one school has been kind of talked about in this whole thing and there's only been, they've only mentioned one school and honestly it would be really sad to see Ballet West go under and to, you know, it doesn't, just as a school, as, you know, there's so many teachers and people that have, are involved in that institution, including teachers, including past and present students um, who are being affected by this. And I really think that other schools need to, you know, other students from other institutions need to stand up because I know and we all know it isn't right. And no matter how small or how big a problem is that you know of, and of course, I know I'm not expecting everyone to feel open about talking about it because you know, that's just not the case. But if you are, it would be amazing if you could get in touch, essentially. Um, because I, you know, I want to create a platform for everyone um, who are comfortable, you know, for everyone. I don't want to exclude anyone from the conversation. And I think, you know, conversations need to be had in order for things to change. I don't know if that makes sense, but I'm rambling. Um, it's an important thing. And I think we all need to talk about it and yeah so enough of the dark stuff I mean obviously it's deep and it's important needs to be said anyway let's get into the episode and now you're going back to past Romy and Kate Hester from last week so bye everyone and welcome to the hardcore podcast in today's episode I'm joined with Kate Hester hi Kate hello how are you I'm good, thank you. I'm very hot. Yes, very warm today. (laughs) Okay, let's get straight on into the quick fire round so the guests can get to know you. Okay, so the first question is, where do you train or where did you train? (laughs) So I've just graduated from Central School of Ballet, uh, which is in London. Nice. Um, What is your favourite style and why? Um, I love just like ballet and I do like contemporary as well. I, my favorite thing is just like narrative. So just like telling a story. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't, yeah, I'd say mostly in classical ballet, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love, I just love stories. Stories. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, okay. What point shoes do you wear? Okay. So I wear Merlet Diva. I don't quite know the full details of them. Um, and I also wear Gainer sculpted fit. It would just depend what mood I'm in and sort of what I'm mm-hmm. doing, I guess. Okay, nice. What is your favourite leotard that you own? Okay, I was thinking this one. Okay, I was prepared <laughs> for this question. It's really hard because I, um, I have quite a few, I'm not going to lie. So I have yeah. my, one of my favourites. I've got this black one. It's I think it's Lucky Leo. It's like got a mesh V at the front and it's like mm. low back. It's really I think cool. I've seen that one. Yeah, I think it was for my audition photos. I wore, wore that one. Also, I just love, I know it's going to sound really boring. I love like a basic leotard, just like mm-hmm. simple, maybe with a little ruche. As long as it's got mm-hmm. a low back, I think. Yes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay. What is something that you've been loving recently or a favorite quote? Okay. 
Um, this is going to sound really bizarre. Um, <laughs> I love, right, it's going to sound really strange. I love fun facts. So like I have this app on my phone and it would just like alert me of a fun fact. And I'm oh, I love like, that. Woo. And like, I, then I love to like look it up, like expand my knowledge. Yeah. No, but that's so good. Like you're constantly learning then. Mm. I think yeah. that's a really good thing to have actually. Mm. I don't know <sighs> what the app's called, but it's <laughs> just like fun facts. So. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Let's get into the first part. Um, so let's talk about how lockdown has been for you. What have you been doing? You know, you can talk about your routine. Um, what have you been? Are you, well, I know you graduated now, but you know, just tell our listeners how it's been for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we actually left Central the day before we were going to start like the ballet central tour. So that was quite, we were we, like, of course, no one knew what was going on, but we were like, do we keep rehearsing or like what? But then like, so I went back home and then it, I think it was a week. And then we started this like new program called like Centrally Connected. Um, and we moved like all our classes online, but like in third year at Central, you do like lots of rehearsals for the ballet central tour. Mm-hmm. um so instead so we'd I think it was like 8 30 to like four some days so it's like mm-hmm. quite a, a quite a full day which is quite nice yeah. um, so we do like hit ballet contemporary point uh pilates we did some choreography stuff um dance studies so we got like sort of normal school but online which mm-hmm. was a bit weird but like it was yeah. it was great like to have an actual timetable and stuff to do Oh yeah, we also got these like Q and A's with like dancers or directors. Um, That's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Like it was mm-hmm. quite like nice to hear what they what they had to say. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I was just sort of doing that um, from like March till July when I sort of graduated from home, which was different. But different. <laughs> um, um, and then. From now, I, well, I have moved out of my flat in London, so that took like a week. And now I'm back, I'm trying to get a new routine. So I wake up at like eight, I do like my hit, I do ballet, point and stretching. And then the second part of the day, um, just doing whatever. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> doing something. Like after lunch, no priorities, chilling, watching yeah. TV, love that. No. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, what now? But... <laughs> no that sounds yeah that sounds I feel like everyone's kind of had a similar thing um but yeah cool that's good the school was giving you quite a lot though because I don't know if everywhere like how much was like do you know what I mean I don't I don't know what everyone's doing but the chat sound really good like the chat directors and like professionals yeah that was really that was really great I'm very grateful that my school like organized to that yeah no it sounds fab okay so let's talk about your vocational journey well like your yeah your vocational ballet training journey how it started where it started where are you now kind of how it's been um I mean we'll get into like I guess maybe deeper stuff in a second but you can just talk about that um so I started for vocational auditions like for like upper schools um when I was like 15 16 so like year 11 in the UK uh so I auditioned for like all the sort of normal ones in the UK I guess so like Royal just sort of for more experience uh Elmhurst, EMB, 
Ballet West and Ballet Theatre UK. I think those were the main ones. It was quite a while ago. Um, mm. And Central, I also auditioned mm -hmm. for. Um, but I ended up going to Ballet West for one year. And then after that, I re-auditioned. I only re-auditioned for Central. I didn't re-audition for anywhere else. Mm. Um, just because... I don't know I really liked the, the vibe of the school like when I yeah. first auditioned yeah. and I was like okay let's just give it another go um, yeah. and then yeah then I was there for three years and now I've graduated so that's my sort of vocational journey I guess. journey <laughs> yeah nice nice um okay well let's talk about from the beginning because I mean that's how we know each other because you know we were both by west we actually lived in the same little chalet yeah <laughs> um lots of memories oh my god just saying that it's just bringing me back like first year memories um <laughs> do you remember when we did that chor when i was in your choreography that we did oh my god yeah it was <laughs> like i remember no i remember it really well because it was like i based my choreography i did at central off like greek mythology and i was like <laughs> no. wait i've already <laughs> done it I was like, oh, and it was like the three, um, oh, what it, three graces. That's yeah. what I did to you on. Oh, yeah, I love that. There's a photo. I can't remember where it is. Of like the three of us that were in your piece, and we had like, we did like the hair in like the little plaits, and yes. oh, so cute. Whatever I get as well, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I get like memories from like first, yeah, like just shallow memories, it's like, oh, babies. Um, okay, so let's talk about, I guess, um, your transition from like BioWest Essential. What kind of made you realise that you wanted to move schools and, yeah, kind of realise that it wasn't the right fit for you as a dancer and an individual? And you can expand on that as much as you'd like mm -hmm. so, yeah. Uh, so yeah so I when I went to Scotland like I don't know I don't know what point I was like oh it's not right for me because I knew everyone was having different experiences when they were there like obviously your experience is very different to like what mine was um, but mm -hmm. I think I just I think I got to the point where I was like I'm not I don't feel like I'm getting what I want to get out of mm -hmm. somewhere does that make sense so like yeah. I don't know it was I think I just was, it's really hard to put like, you know, and you just don't, you have a sort of like, you're just like, it's not, you don't feel comfortable. I think I just yeah. never fully settled when I was there. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Like, yeah, of course. Like, I don't know. I think I was much more then anyway, like shy. I think, uh, mm -hmm. I think, I don't know. I think I did grow a lot from going there. Um, but I do, I do recall, I sort of, I think it was, it was literally near the very beginning that I was like, I don't, it's not right. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. yeah. So I think, did, from, it, did it feel like more of a class environment thing or maybe the people you were around or like, is there anything, I, like, think, I don't know, was it both? Um, uh, yeah, the people yeah. there, like, you're all so lovely. It was like, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Definitely it's not you. No, I get <laughs> But I think, um, and you know, the teachers were really good as well. It was just their teaching methods or their, how they taught wasn't how I personally felt I would, you know, progress as much as I yeah. would have liked to have progressed, I guess. Um, yeah. But that's just myself as an individual. But yeah. Um, yeah, so it's sort of kind of early on. And I recall, like, I think the auditions for Central had been, like, there was like one left. And mm -hmm. I sent them an email. I think it must have been February or something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 
I don't know when the tour starts. Maybe it was in, did we do, we did Swan Lake, didn't we? Mm-hmm. I think it was in, it was around that time I sent yeah. someone at Central an email. I think it was, <laughs> this is really strange, but I remember it was in like the week after the Swan Lake tour that I think you went. Yes. Because I feel was. like you went and I'd like, this is really strange. And I feel like we talked about this before, but I had a, what's it? No, what's a prenomish? Oh, I don't know the word. I know. It's <laughs> really like, yeah, but like, I literally was like, I think Kate's like, what is <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I had, I had told the school um, before. So I think I had a meeting with the director in Scotland and I said, I said to him, I was like, oh, just to let you know, you know, I'm not fully happy here. Like, I was totally honest. Like, yeah, of course. Um, you need to be. Yeah. And I was just like, I might, you know, I'm thinking of just auditioning elsewhere. And he was like, that's, that's fine. Like, take a week off. Yeah. Like, after tour and do what you need to do. And I was like, mm. it was very, very kind, like, yeah. for him to allow that. So, so yeah, I, um, yeah, I auditioned. I think, yeah, it must have been in that week. And they yeah. were like, okay, like we can, we can get you in to do an audition, which is very kind of central. Um, yeah. So I actually did the international audition. So it was, oh, yeah, it was, it was really good actually. Cause it, they knew that I was from coming from like the Highlands. So I was like, I can't really do two rounds if that makes sense. Um, mm. You know, for money wise, like it made more sense. Yeah. So yeah, it was like, I remember it so well. So we like turned up and I was like, what's going on? Cause it was like just one day of auditioning. And yeah. Um, so yeah, I was with people from like Australia, Japan, like I think I was the only English one in the, in the room. And yeah. Um, so yeah, we did the class and then they actually cut people um, instead of sending mm. a letter because it's like, because it is yeah. just the one day thing. Um, so yeah, I was really surprised. They were like, they said I could stay like for the next bit because uh, when I previously auditioned, I didn't even get finals. Um, mm. So I was like, oh, like this is nice. Um, and then... So yeah, we did a sort of Matthew Bourne workshop and I'd never done sort of Matthew Bourne before. Mm. And oh my God, I loved it. I was like, whoa, this is, this is fun. Like we did some rep. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we also did some point work as well. Um, and then I can't remember. It was like, must have been like two weeks later I found out I'd, I'd got in. So mm. yeah, that was sort of, that was that. But yeah, that was, I don't really. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Like, that must have been a kind of weird experience I guess because it's not the usual especially like as a British when you're a British person like the whole audition I guess journey which we'll kind of talk about later but that's kind of like not the that's like sounds more like almost like a company audition thing where like you get cut like sort of thing yeah Um, but it was also weird because like mm. no one knew like I know you sort of said you guessed but like I didn't tell anyone just because oh yeah no no one knew yeah, it's not because yeah. I was like, oh, I don't want anyone to know I'm going to go secretly yeah. audition. It wasn't that. I think I was just, I was like, well, I either get in or I don't get in. Yeah. And either way, I had three options. So I was like, one, I get into Central, great. I go, like the mm. second one, I would stay for second year. And I think I was planning to do the Gene. So I was like, that's a good, like a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then the third option was to just leave, leave Scotland anyway um, mm. and maybe just have a, step back and think about things um yeah but I think I was sort of it got to the end of first year and I was like even if I I don't know I think I just was like you know when you're just not happy like I just I wasn't very happy so yeah of course yeah I was like I think you know I've made the right decision for me yeah yeah. how was that kind of like do you feel like it took a while to kind of 
not necessarily like because you did say that you kind of knew quite early on that it wasn't Mm. like the right place for you but in terms of like the way like were there any times where you're like oh okay like you know I'll just keep going with the year and see I might feel differently at the end of the year I'm you know maybe I'll feel more comfortable in second year like I don't know like did you ever feel like trying to convince yourself almost that like you could stay and like just for the I don't want to say like um for the easiness of it but I guess like it is like it's a difficult step to take to like move to a new place financial side of things and like Mm. I don't know like how was that kind of thought process for you um well I think I trying to think of how to word I think I just I don't know because it was yeah as you say it was quite early on I was like this this isn't right um Mm. but I did I did like when I found out I got into Central, so that was about March, I was debating mm. on whether just leaving then because oh, okay, yeah. I knew the tour was finished and I knew that it was just the summer show sort of left. And I was like, well, if I'm not happy, why don't I just go? Yep. But then yep. I was like, actually, no, like I might as well spend these last few months doing like full-time training and like mm. being with the people there and just, I don't know, just doing the full year. Mm. Um, but yeah, there were times I was like, okay, like don't, I had like good memories there as well. It wasn't, yeah, 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 but yeah. it's still something I find quite difficult to talk about, mm. uh, even like with like family and stuff, just because yeah. I, I haven't quite worked out myself why I found mm. it, like, because I, I was quite upset when I was there. Yeah, um, no, I know. So yeah, I don't know. I, it's, yeah, I did try. It's I, I definitely, I know. yeah. I know yeah like I'm quite a determined person so I was like okay like keep going like keep you got it like and I loved I loved the fact it's great because in Scotland I remember the studios were open like on the weekend or Sunday Mm. like they were never locked yeah I don't know if that's still the case now but yeah um, well I'm pretty sure it was when I was last there okay (laughs) yeah I I loved that so I was always Mm. like I remember on a Sunday I would like always be up there as well Mm. um so yeah I don't know I was I loved that side of it but um but yeah, I think I, I think I knew once I had, once I had start, I auditioned for Centro, I, I knew that, you know, it, yeah, I was like, it's not. I know, yeah, you, yeah. you knew that that was like the right, the next step that you want to take. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I completely agree. And I mean, I know I haven't really spoken to this about anyone except my parents, but I'm happy to kind of like talk about it on the podcast because I mean I'm not being negative to the school I went to but after second year I did want to leave um like at Jeanne I was literally contemplating like leaving (laughs) um so I think so I kind of like know the feeling it's kind of almost for me um and I don't know if you felt the same but like you know always putting in like so much work and you know I know like like you just said you're a very determined person like you work super you, you work so hard um you put so much like effort in and then to kind of feel like either isn't being recognized or kind of accepted or I don't know if you know you can't you know what I mean but like no, just I to feel like you put in so much in and nothing seems to be coming out of it is really difficult mm. um particularly when your life I guess as a student is kind of I don't want to say controlled, but so much is determined about how I guess the faculty see you. Mm, yeah. Um, and I think that's really hard 
to do like kind of to do with and that's kind of like how I felt um you know like you feel like you could do anything but you know not anything but like you could do so much but it was almost just like if you know some teacher wasn't like didn't like you at a certain point in time then you know (laughs) oops nothing (laughs) happened but I think I don't know I'm pretty sure like well I know that happens everywhere because you know favoritism is a thing and it happens and I think that definitely kind of affects stuff. I mean, in my, in you know, my experience it has, and I'm sure in your experience it has too, because I think it, you know, everyone's experience it has. But I don't know if that makes sense. And I don't know if that's kind of how you felt. I mean, I didn't end up leaving school because it was just easy to say. Um, <laughs> um, but, and I was, I was, it wasn't that bad, guys, to so everyone listening, like, that just made it sound really no, bad. But I honestly love some downs, don't you? Yeah, like, exactly. And then that's part, another yeah. thing that you just got to accept as part of training. Like it's not going to be smooth, linear, easy riding road. Like it's going to be difficult, and there's going to have times where you're going to doubt everything. Um, but it's fine. It's natural. So if you're in that stage right now, everyone, like it's absolutely fine. Um, <laughs> but but how? So I don't know. Like how talk about how like when you moved to central how did that kind of I guess that experience change because you know you redid first year so mm-hmm. chat about how yeah. that worked out um so I sort of asked to but they didn't give me the option of second year but I had within my email been like can I audition for first year just because I just wanted a fresh start because I felt like I wasn't quite myself in Scotland within mm-hmm. I don't know, I was just quite, I don't know, I think I feel like I sort of was just a lot more quiet and not fully yeah. me. No, I know what you mean though, just because there was a, I don't know how to explain it, but I guess there's definitely, there were people who kind of wanted to party, mm-hmm. I don't know, <laughs> and then there were people who didn't. Um, and I wouldn't class, I would kind of class myself as someone who didn't because I even, them going to second and third year like I literally never went out like I was such a like person who just stayed in bed and watched tv um but it's fine I don't care <laughs> what people think <laughs> um but I I don't know if you felt like that was a thing like the whole social there was like a social dynamic thing yeah. um that definitely know. listened socially was very different at central I'm still I'm not gonna I still don't party I still yeah I don't know I'm just (laughs) but I I don't know there was a I think because I don't know there was a lot it was a sort of a different group of people I guess at Mm -hmm. central um not to say there was was like a party side (laughs) uh, (laughs) you still had those like groups of people um Mm -hmm. but I think my year group is we were quite close so um that's good that was quite nice um but um sorry I can't remember what I was gonna say that's okay uh, talking about the people at central people at central on oh, no, my like time at central oh your time at central yeah, yeah, yeah. We go. how <laughs> that was different for you sorry. and like retime first year no it's fine <laughs> yeah so yeah no I was really glad to be repeating first year just because mm-hmm. yeah I wanted the whole experience at central um yeah. because I had had that experience in Scotland um so yeah no I loved my time at Central like it was great for me um Mm. you know I've made 
lots of friends there and I loved that you know we got a sort of different range of classes than I did in Scotland which were mm. good um but yeah no it was I think also because I had struggled I had had quite a difficult time in Scotland it sort of made my time at Central because well, it's going to sound awful and you should never compare but I sort of mm. sometimes would compare my time there to where mm. I was in London because I had you know I had that comparison and I knew how yeah. I sort of knew what made me unhappy there yeah so you know in London if I thought things you know if I started to feel sad I was like oh but think of you know how down you were that. then yeah mm-hmm. so it sort of it that made me you know appreciate I think when I had would have a difficult day at mm-hmm. school because I was like it's okay like I'm very grateful to be here and mm-hmm. you know I would sort of acknowledge that to myself mm-hmm. um, yeah so yeah no it was I can't really compare the schools because everyone yeah, people no, at Central would have like a different time to what I did as well um, yeah but yeah for me no it was I loved it so yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so good um I think it's really I mean we kind of touched about this on like before we started recording um but kind of doing what makes you like happy in the sense that you know if you're unhappy somewhere I think it's really and I'm not just talking about like one blip of like a month of being unhappy because something didn't go right but like you know continuously for like a period of time not happy in the environment you're in you know whether it be with the people you're around the teachers who you have the school whatever to kind of eva- like evaluate the situation and think you know would it be better for me to look elsewhere because you know not every school is the right fit for everyone and you know it's hard because for a lot of people they might only get into one school that was my situation so you know I wasn't honestly I just never thought that I'd get into another school even at the end of second year I just I've always just thought I wasn't going to be good enough to get anywhere so that's kind of one reason like I kind of stayed um Mm -hmm. but you know for a lot of people they've only kind of got one option of schools but I think it is really important to kind of like check in on yourself like even throughout the year particularly in your first year of a place and see if that true in the environment truly makes you happy like obviously ballet is hard and there are going to be days that you're going to cry and there's days you're going to like want to give maybe want to give up and like think that this is that you crap and all this sort of stuff like that's normal but I think it's like when it's continuous like in your case like you said there were multiple times where you felt unhappy um and yeah yeah no definitely like if you're the thing is I think as long as you're honest as you say definitely to yourself but also to Mm -hmm. the people sort of around you even the staff like there I I remember occasions in Scotland I'd go up to a teacher and I'd be like can I have more corrections I don't feel like I'm getting enough yeah Um, and that that you know and even saying that you know I'm thinking of Mm re-auditioning you know they can either take it as oh that's really rude like how dare you or they can Mm -hmm. take it as we can see a student's not quite themselves uh, not yeah mm-hmm. and you know do what's best for them because they, they I, I feel like if you're in the right place and yeah. the people around you are you know have good intentions then they will understand um don't get me wrong there are probably some cases where you you shouldn't I don't know be like I hate it here get me out like mm-hmm. let me re-audition like you should think about your situation and how you know you have to be sort of I don't want to say sensitive but you have to you know appreciate 
their their happiness as well as your own does that make sense like mm-hmm. definitely um, because there's no point getting I don't want to say aggressive but you know getting mm-hmm. like built up about something when it literally it is either you stay or you go and it's 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 sort of that simple in a way although it's there's so many difficulties yeah it's a it's a longer than that but it's a long process but like what I I often do even to this day like I write Mm -hmm. down pros and cons and I'm like like there's always positives I think in in negatives like um you can like I love as I said, I love to learn like fun facts. Mm-hmm. I would love to learn as a, as a whole. So mm-hmm. as, as long as you can come away learning from something, I feel that is a positive, even if it's mm-hmm. like a really difficult thing. Um, oh yeah. You can learn like, yeah. yeah. That's literally, that's so funny. Cause that was literally what my um, latest Instagram caption was. Oh, <laughs> like I was that. talking about like <laughs> finding the silver linings in like, you know, mm-hmm. the really difficult times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I completely agree with you um, on that, you know. And I think just, you know, every school's going to be, like, different for everyone. And like we always have said in this episode is, like, everyone's experience is going to be different um, of different situations. And it's kind of important to, I think, in times when you, I guess, do feel like you might be, like, struggling to, like, see the positives is kind of trying to take a step back and have like a wider view of the situation that's what I feel like I'm I feel like I'm quite I guess good at that which is like really helped me get through like difficult times like you know trying to make decisions and like process situations and you know really try to not take stuff personally is to like step back and just think okay like you know think of it it's not a personal attack at you you know don't connect your like you and your correction or you and the words that came out of someone else's mouth like yeah. that's not you that's you like mm. that's the thing if yeah. you make sense um, it's such a difficult thing as you say Definitely. in the world of dance as whole to do that because it is mm-hmm. your life like and it does yeah. take over like you go home from the studio and it's still in your head like, you think like I'll be crying like it oh controls God, yeah, exercise. It controls. like yeah but, but at the end of the, like as you did as you say sorry it's so good that you're able to like step back and look at mm. the sort of bigger picture um mm. like that's a really good thing to have I think mm. um, it's yeah. not I think it's hard though and I think it's not something it's almost like something that you have to train I feel like mm, it comes with time like it, it comes with time it doesn't yeah. happen straight away like it t- okay. takes time because I definitely you know I don't think I've always felt like that like I used to literally get upset like tiny things <laughs> oh yeah I, I still do though like, I think yeah I think, I think it still, still happens. happens but but yeah I think with maturity and just like experience yeah. like yeah you you learn like yeah just... exactly yeah okay so let's kind of talk about um for those out there who are kind of going through maybe your the audition process mm-hmm. um how you know talk about the kind of the process of it um how I mean we've talked about it slightly about like the second time around how that was but kind of like the difference how was it the first time um Mm -hmm. and yeah yeah um so I remember the first time I was I I remember just being nervous like Mm. incredibly nervous which probably isn't the best 
way to go into <laughs> something. Um, but I remember I had created uh, a whole folder of auditions and I had made a whole sort of checklist and, and all this thing and everything was like color coordinated. And I think mm. I just sort of was like, okay, I need to get into this school. I have to do that. I have to. And that's like, mm. looking back is definitely, it's good to have goals, but like you can't force them upon uh, yourself. Mm yeah you'll be disappointed does that make sense so like yeah. you know I still have aims obviously now um mm. and I know they'll take time but like that's my mm. aim so I'll keep going towards it um yeah. But yeah the first round I think compared to the second round so when I auditioned for Central the second time mm. I remember just being a lot more relaxed like I wasn't nervous I wasn't I was like okay like I've come for this class literally mm. take it as a class and like, I'll just have some fun. And I remember I, I was just smiling the whole time. I was like, oh, it's so nice to dance just in a different mm. space, like mm. different people around me. And although it sounds sort of bad, because I know not everyone has something to sort of fall back on. I was like, well, worst comes to worst, I go back to Scotland. Like, that's, that's what would happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or otherwise I just leave Scotland and find something else. Like, mm-hmm. the end is never the end unless you say yeah. to yourself, like, yeah, exactly. You know, well, I know other things affect that as well, but um, yeah. yeah, I think the second time I was just a lot more relaxed and I was like, mm-hmm. let's take it for what it is and just literally enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think because I only auditioned for Central, I was like, yes or no. Like, do you know what I mean? That's, mm-hmm. that's what it is. And I can only yeah. do my best. And with the sort of training I had in Scotland and also just the work I'd been doing by mm-hmm. myself, I think I was able to rem- remember that I had done all that as well um mm-hmm. so and I felt a lot more ready I think because I felt a lot more um I shouldn't say old but like I felt more, yeah. more we had another own. year of experience than like maybe yeah, a lot of, yeah. yeah. sure mm. but I think anyone auditioning just literally don't it's like at the time I was like this is the biggest thing in the world oh my god like mm. ballet school like it was my dream like to just like train every day but literally you can train any like every day but it doesn't matter where you are like mm-hmm. as long as you're happy where you're training mm-hmm. that's all that matters so I think like literally just for the audition just enjoy the class because if you mm-hmm. enjoy the class then most likely when you go to that school that's what the class will be like every day mm-hmm. so like you just have to just take it what it like you know you just enjoy yeah. it, I guess mm-hmm. I think probably not the best advice because it's easier said than done but, yeah um, <laughs> that's sort of what I yeah found so yeah <laughs> no definitely I think that's so true like and I think that kind of you know that applies for company auditions too mm. is and you know that's how I think that's really helped me like feel a lot le- less nervous like now I just go into an audition and I'm kind of like I feel a lot more chilled although I'm like okay like time's ticking I really want to try and get a job like you know there's that whole that that whole pressure but at the mm. same time I'm like you know but just you know go in enjoy the class show show why you want to be there show them you know how much you love what you're doing and also just think like you know you've worked so hard for this like Mm. just enjoy it and do you know you can only do the best that you can at that current moment um and I think it's really easy to put like pressures like a lot of pressure on you to like perform yeah maybe yeah it's like your best yeah like building upon that sorry I just remembered something Mm. but like 
as I said at the beginning, I love to storytell. So when mm. I was in Scotland, I worked that out about myself, which was really mm. great that I had that sort of time. And also yeah. previously at my um, ballet school before that, I also knew. But I, um, I was like, okay, let's try and use that to my advantage. Mm. And I think in the class at Central, I was able to do that. And the fact it was Matthew Bourne, which is very narrative based, mm. I think went in my favour. So I think, mm. yeah, if you find something you you think you're good at and you know you're sort of good at yeah use it like <laughs> use it definitely yeah <laughs> um, like 100%. there's the opportunity to do it but yeah, yeah aside from, I definitely agree with everything you you've just said um, <laughs> as well <laughs> yeah that is good okay um let's have a little look um let's talk about I kind of missed this when before but it's fine. We'll go back to it. What were some struggles that you felt you went through at, you know, either school, um, how you kind of felt supported um, and kind of how you got through it? Because, you know, yeah. struggles are difficult to get through. <laughs> um, I think one of the hardest things in Scotland was because I knew I was unhappy. It made me just like completely like I'd go into mm. class and I don't know I was just I was sort of like I felt a bit glazed at times like I was mm. dancing but I just wasn't quite like I love yeah. to dance but in a way I sort of fell out of love with doing it there yeah. because I just I don't That's know I was like what like I'm so sorry <laughs> it wasn't no it wasn't it wasn't the school it was just lots of an accumulation of lots of things that yeah me see that in that position um which I know can happen to other people but the whole of me was like, no, like you love to dance. Like, and I knew that. So I, you know, in the back of my head, I was always like, no, like you love it. Like keep going. Um, so I think that struggle was more of a mental sort of, mm. um, you know, I was great. I had the support of like my mom and my sister and stuff. So I'd speak to them a lot and um, they sort of helped me through that. Um, Cause I never sort of shared that with, with, you know, you. with the people around me and all the teachers. So like no one sort of knew how. I think I hard at 16. Together. Yeah, it's, yeah. I look back, I'm like, literally, probably didn't have one deep conversation that whole year. Like, I'm not even joking. No. Um, so, like, I feel like everyone kind of has, you know, and I, I know there was other people like struggling with like other things in our year. Hmm. Um, and it's really unfortunate that, like, we weren't kind of close enough yet for it to kind of. I guess become like to like yeah, talk to about it and like it it through it and normalize it, mm. um, which is unfortunate. And I don't know kind of like why that might have happened, except that like I know we were in the chalet, so we lived like quite far away from like a lot of the other people in our class. Yeah. And it was the middle um, of nowhere, so you've got no other and, you know as well. Like if yeah. that makes sense, like you can't yeah. take yourself yeah. to the shops for the day unless you want yeah. to walk down the hill for like an hour or something. Yeah. Which I did. I loved that walk. Not gonna. Yeah, <laughs> walk was beautiful. But um, I think that's definitely that. You know, I do wonder if you know for anyone's experience anywhere, if you know, especially at sixteen, like like I just said, it's like hard to talk about. You know how you're feeling. Um, mm. you know, if everyone did feel more comfortable talking about how they're feeling, would that help people? If that makes sense. Yeah. Like I don't know if you felt you know if we were all so much kind of like I guess closer as a year group and we kind of all knew each other's struggles would have that made it easy for people like I don't know 
I'm not sure because the thing is you're, it's like, it was a lovely year group I think I just wasn't very I found it in a way I sort of knew that I wasn't quite happy so I was like oh like I don't know whether to express that to everyone because I'm trying to make friends and I don't want them mm-hmm. to think which is is probably not the best way to think but at the time like that's what mm. my thought process was but yeah. you know it's still one of those things like I only sort of talk about with my sort of close friends but I still find difficult to put into words mm. if that makes yeah. sense because yeah. it's like it was just such a personal sort of experience in mm. that sense yeah. um, that it's still quite difficult even today mm-hmm. because yeah. I'm, I'm not quite sure like still I don't yeah. know hey. yeah but, no, but you feel some way because you feel some way like yeah. you, don't, it's, you don't always have to justify but it's I know what you mean but it's also hard. being being 16 as you say like that's a like we're, we were young like and you move all the way to like the middle of nowhere yeah. like it is beautiful but like and in your head you I I, I definitely visualized like oh my god I'm gonna be dancing all the time we're gonna be like doing all these things and then you get there and you know, it's a different, I had never done vocational full-time training before and mm. I wasn't quite, I sort of fantasized this sort of, I don't know, like, you mm. know, just yeah, oh, no. like thing. Um, <laughs> Lovely, <laughs> kind of like easy, but like life's yeah. kind of like fun and like, mm. <laughs> um, but I definitely, don't get me wrong, like I love a good challenge, like I love like mm. if you get a really hard yeah, like, yeah, yeah. variation or you get like a, and you've got something to like really, you know, mm-hmm. but this was sort of in a different form, but yeah, I don't know, I just, yeah, being yeah. young, I think you definitely, now I'm like much older, like I can reflect back on it in a different sort of mindset, mm-hmm. and especially going through different experiences now as well. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. yeah. Um, what about any struggles that you went through at Central kind of, I don't know, do you feel like they're, you know, you like, can talk, I'm, I don't know, anything? <laughs> um, I didn't go through like massive struggles at Central. Like there were definitely times in third year where it goes up and down because you've mm-hmm. got the tour auditions, mm-hmm. visitation stuff. Like you've, it's a lot within a short mm-hmm. period of time, even though that was mm-hmm. sort of cut short. But yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a challenge. And then in the end of second year, I sort of had a knee well, two, both my knees, I sort of had problems with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't quite sure what was what was going to happen next. But, um, you know, I think for me personally, I got quite, like, I asked a lot of questions, especially with the Pilates team and also the mm-hmm. physio. So I was sort of able to sort of, you know, um, what's the word? Like, do, like rehab sort of for that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, there's still something I deal with today, but like, because I know how to strengthen and sort of, you know, sort them it's out a well. bit better. It's, it's better. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, I'm not quite sure. I don't, I don't think I had any major, like, big struggles. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, as it's like ups and downs, like normal, mm. I guess. Yeah, I guess, yeah, that's the thing. Um, struggles, I guess, I mean, there's going to be different, very, like, very, la, 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 la. there's going to be variant <laughs> I can't even say the word, but varied sizes of struggles. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, but there's going to be like, you know, like a struggle. It can be anything from like a minor injury to like a major injury to like, I don't know, like me- then there's the whole, then there's like mental struggles, that, you know, I think everyone goes through. And I think they definitely need to be more normalized because I think a lot more people struggle than I guess people think if that makes sense 
it does definitely um and that's kind of like obviously what I want to kind of like talk about my podcast because there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't get like talked about and I think it's important for like everyone to realize particularly younger students who are like going off to vocational school like everyone's going to have their struggles um some people might have more than others or like some people might experience maybe bigger struggles because you know some people go through vocational school not get injured at all which is great um but injuries are really difficult I think for anyone to deal with mentally no definitely I wasn't expecting sort of the more sort of Mm -hmm. mental side of it I was like oh like I don't know it's quite that was quite challenging but I do remember mm. one of my friends who's in a company she said to me she was like one day you're going to get injured but she wasn't saying it as in you've got bad technique you've got little. she just meant yeah. like it, you're a dancer you get injured like yeah it it, it, they, they, they come together um yeah which was quite when she said it, I was like no like I'll never get injured like yeah. I'm gonna be great like that's literally what I thought I was like I hit third year I was like okay we're kind of made it through like no major injuries mm-hmm. <laughs> It like it happens and it's like it's it's okay like you know but as you say like the mental side of it you need to you know remember why why you're there and why you're recovering and Mm -hmm. you know um you know I was quite fortunate well I don't know I probably my friends a lot of the time like I went through a lot of tears actually Mm. say I don't know I sort of was like oh my do I keep dancing or do I sit down for this exercise or do I like I didn't want to do the wrong thing yeah it's, hard, it's hard, really hard to navigate that mm. whole thing and the yeah. whole you know learning how when to push your body and when to not mm. you know how far is too far um yeah because you hear these like horror stories don't you oh like yeah the, like someone's achilles just snap and you're like oh god but like i was so that sort of because of that although people say those stories because they're trying to warn you not to push yourself mm. at the same time i was like oh well if i do that grand plie with my like knee just dislocate like I was having these and you visualize it and it like that's the worst thing but you have to remember like your muscles are attached like it's all together like it's not you know don't get me wrong that does happen but like you have to just if it hurts like stop like yeah exactly that's literally what you would say if it hurts stop I don't care what anyone says literally like (laughs) I know it's so hard because no one ever wants to bloody stop um but yeah, ha- like your body's in pain for a reason. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. telling you not to do something, and it yeah. seems so stupid when you like step back and you like realize that. You think, why am I pushing myself through this? Like, what am I achieving? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like- the thing because it's like, <laughs> your teacher's going to be like, "Oh my god, that was incredible!" Because you're not even doing it with your full capacity. Yeah, because you're in pain. Like, like- you're in pain. Yeah, so <laughs> it's. So it's like, what are you trying to prove? Because if you don't even tell the teacher that you're injured, oh. that's like, because I'm, I'm not going to lie, I, no. I've done it's, that a few yeah, times yeah. and then I just start crying and I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, like, I'm okay. Yeah, like, oh, but no, I, I'm, it's better now. So it's okay. I know how to deal with that next time yeah. as well. So it's good. It's definitely not an um, easy thing and unfortunately there's not like a guidebook on how to deal with injuries mm. <laughs> um which kind of would be nice because but I don't know like I guess it's just the thing that everyone goes through and everyone's going to have like a different experience of an injury but mm. I think just it's really important to kind of realize that it's going to get better and that eventually it's going to be okay 
sort of thing like just seeing light at the end of it and also like you mentioned earlier um how you always try and find the like positives and maybe like a um not negative situation but like you know not maybe the best situation and I think you know that's also applies to being injured because you can learn well I'm sure everyone learns so much not just about themselves mentally but also like physically you learn a lot about what your body needs and kind of like how to help it so there's yeah. always like that side of being injured that's really helpful that you mm. maybe were kind of like neglecting when you weren't injured, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I've learned a lot about just even the anatomy of my body. Mm. If you weren't a dancer, you wouldn't know. So it's sort of great, I think, because yeah. even, even when I'm like 17 and a sort of mm. pair somewhere, um, <laughs> I'll be like, oh, I know that my body or when I was 20 was like that. Like that's like... Yeah. And you get, I, I loved it when I got my like MRI x-ray. I was like, oh my God, that's so weird. Because when I saw it, I actually cried. I didn't know what it was about. Like, I was like, I don't know what this is. But I was like, I, I was like made of glitter and stuff. Like I was like, I actually have like bones and it's all like, it's quite fascinating, I think. So yeah, it is interesting. It is. But that's, yeah, no, 100%. Um, yeah, it's weird. But like, you definitely like learn so much about like your body, mm. like, how it functions in that sense well I mean in my experience I feel like I did um but yeah um okay I think we've like covered like multiple topic topics um is there anything else that you'd like to kind of like talk about or like any advice that you'd give to our listeners Liz, listeners um I can't speak, but it's fine. It's, it's, it's very hot and I'm very shiny and no, it's, it's fine. getting to my brain a bit. But um, <laughs> I think the main thing to take away sort of from what we've been talking about is the fact mm. that like it's okay to admit you're not you're not in a good place. And if mm. you want to leave somewhere, just you have to always do what's best for you because exactly. you live inside your head, you live inside your body, yeah. your life is your life and you sort of write your own book, although circumstances mm-hmm. might change that but like you mm. you you can you have that ability too and um and yeah it's just always as long as you believe in yourself and you remember mm-hmm. what your goals are I think you can achieve more than you you know think you can definitely mm. um, definitely and just I think just yeah do what makes you happy even if you think one day that's it I don't I'm just don't like dancing anymore. That, that, mm. That's fine. Like that's. Yeah. If it doesn't okay. make you happy, then don't mm. force yourself to keep doing something that's literally for like, it's killing you. Like, yeah. And which is, you know, and I know lots of people definitely do feel that. So I think it's important to kind of like, like, I think that needs to be a lot more accepted kind of in the dance world of like, you know, people and students leaving dance mm. because it's not fulfilling yeah. them. Yeah, and I think it's really, okay. you know, that's okay. And that's, you know, it's, in fact, it's more than okay. Mm. It's bloody fabulous because you need to do what makes you happy. Like, mm. <laughs> why yeah, would no, you, you, yeah, you don't want to do otherwise. Um, yeah, no, and also just one other thing. I think mm. when I was younger, if I had heard that someone didn't get into their sort of dream ballet school, let's say, the first time round, it's it's not the end of the world like mm. a year is a year and you can you can grow so much within that mm-hmm. and um and yeah you can just always try again like no one's like do you know what I mean you just oh 100% agree just try again like and that's 
yeah. and your journey will be like people who were in my year at central like we came from all over the place like do you know what i mean and i find that really like fascinating mm. how we all ended up spending three years together and like mm. we've all graduated yeah um so yeah i think it can be a very you know positive thing to mm. always, always keep your goals um yeah if they change or adapt so mm-hmm. yeah I think no i don't agree and i think another thing i mean i literally said this to you um before we start recording but I think I'm just going to say it in the podcast Mm -hmm. but also like in terms of you know like you just said you know auditioning for the same place twice and like the second first time around it didn't really work out Mm -hmm. um but I think and another thing to I guess just consider is that it's you can never really expect what a place is like really looking for Mm, um and things change like year on year and this is I think applies the same to a company. Okay, like obviously there's like only so much that there's only so much change. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like there's so many variables within. I mean, like within that. Um, but also like I guess as a person, you can grow a lot in a year, like you just said. So I yeah. think like, there's literally. So just because like something doesn't happen the first time doesn't mean don't the second time. give it up, and it may not happen the second time. It's the same. I guess like the same I'm also thinking is like in terms of like I guess the audition journey for companies like just because like the first time around you may not literally get a job doesn't mean you're never going to get a job as well like Mm -hmm. that's obviously more scary just because like being an adult is kind of scary but um (laughs) I think we can all agree Mm -hmm. (laughs) but at the same time it's kind of important like you know to keep your goals if that's kind of like what makes you happy and obviously it's still something you want to do um and not kind of I guess give up on them just because the first time didn't go as planned like if that makes sense I don't know that makes sense that's pretty good advice I think Mm, but yeah okay I think I think that's kind of like everything that I guess I wanted to cover is that everything you kind of Mm -hmm. want to talk about yeah, no, yeah thank you so much for having me sorry I think this is, I think your podcast is great I love listening to it thank you so much I love no that's so nice it's so um it's really interesting kind of like well, obviously like it's just me obviously run the podcast but um and obviously I run the podcast Instagram account duh everyone <laughs> don't know why that's less than that, even, like, obviously you might have a secret like person secret doing it <laughs> it's so interesting um actually oh my god I just realized mm-hmm. so this is our 10th podcast <gasps> Woo-hoo! Wow. Woo-hoo! that's so good gonna I'm gonna before obviously like this is not the end of the episode like still gonna uh-huh. tell you where you can find Kate but um We've had, just for you listeners out there, we have had, just got to wait for the stats to load. Mm-hmm. Okay, so hit 10 full episodes, okay? Thank you, everyone out there who's been a part of it, supported. Thank you, Kate, for being my 10th, um, Thank you. what would I call it, guest, 10th guest. Um, um, yeah, so it's been fab. Okay, I it's not loading now but i checked this morning we've had over 1500 listens oh wow and yeah. um, the audience is growing on a daily basis and i just want to thank everyone for the support for the shares for the love for the messages um it means a lot and i really kind of want to help i guess change change the dance world is a big 
that's a bold statement and I'm not sure that's literally what I mean but I just want you know like we talked about in this episode I want people to feel more comfortable talking about how they feel I want people to do more of what makes them happy and I want you know I don't know what else but I hope that makes sense but anyway just thanks for everyone because 10th episode so happy 10th episode Woo! um but anyway so that's the end of that but anyway before we leave kate where can listeners find you um on the socials okay so i mostly use instagram so my instagram mm-hmm. is keep tree kate uh, so it's mm-hmm. got like an underscore between keep tree and kate i will leave them all down okay. below <laughs> and then i also have uh, an art account which I do lots yes. of illustrating on uh, and that's called kate.illustration mm-hmm. underscore uh, I do have a personal account but mm-hmm. I don't know I, do. I have three yeah. I have quite a few accounts so. okay same <laughs> um, but yeah you can find that's sort of linked on my cute yeah. page anyway but um and then I have you have a YouTube account oh yeah I have a YouTube account this yeah is me. this is me this week um yeah, well, but I just begun youtube <laughs> but I, I, think, I think that's just kate hester that's just my yeah, name i'll leave it down below as well okay. have, have a look um okay. hopefully it'll be entertaining no uh, your videos are good oh thank you yeah no, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm enjoying it it's okay <laughs> trying to learn as i go um yeah, exactly okay uh but yeah good. that's sort of my main social yeah. media that i use mm-hmm. um yeah that's where you can find me yeah. Well, I also want to just say, um, for people who don't know and are kind of new to the podcast, Kate is actually behind all the gorgeous illustrations on the podcast Instagram account, all thanks to Kate Illustration. Um, so I just want to like also thank you so much for doing that because um, it's beautiful. Like they're literally like gorgeous and I love like it's just such a, I love the aesthetic, um, really like the drawing so Thank you. If anyone, um, you also have a shop, correct? Oh god, yeah, I do. Sorry, I oh, should. Can't I'm even. Good. <laughs> I know more than that. Oh god, I'm not very good at promoting this. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have an Etsy shop, and that's yeah. uh, called Kate Illustrations as well. Um, I'll I sell, I've got some tops. I've got some cute ballet ones, and I've got mm-hmm. a little bag. Um, yeah, I'm hoping to add more ballet ones soon. So keep an I'm eye. I'm definitely interested in something, so I'm going to keep an eye on it. Thank you. But yeah, yeah, no, your drawings are so good. Like I love them. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's okay. Um, okay, yeah. Is that? Do you think that's everywhere they can find you? I, I think, think so. <laughs> well, I've got Facebook, but that's not. I'm no, you don't have to give me Facebook. I've got, I've got Pinterest, but that's just sort of not very exciting either. No, it's uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine that's fine um okay amazing Kate um I really enjoyed chatting with you today it was really good to chat and I think well hopefully the listeners you all you guys out there will find this interesting and helpful um and yeah I hope you enjoyed the episode and I'll see you next week not see you you will hear me next week in our 11th episode and yeah thank you so much and Bye. Thank you. Bye.